whatever you like to do, whatever program you'll stick to, whatever form of exercising you like, that's the right program. My goal is to help people find their limits because if we could find their limits, the next time we come back in, we can push their limits. The reality is the way you start something is the way you end something. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the David Nielsen Fitness Podcast. All right, what's up, everybody? I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. This audio that you are about to hear is from a speech that I gave at a women's event. And I publicly wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Lady C for giving me this special opportunity to speak at her fearless event. That I thank you and I appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This year we're, we're starting off with David. I want to welcome David to uh, the front so he can get started. David is a personal trainer. He started his business. I know he's going to go over more detail, but he started it last year. Last April? Oh, April. Well, you know when you start something, but you really don't take an effect to like going full hearted? <laughs> yeah, so I call it April. April. Okay, well, let's welcome David. I won't give you the pink mic. But. Oh, please don't. <laughs> All right, good morning. How is everybody? Um, but first off, I must wanted to say thank you to Lady C for even giving me the opportunity to speak. And it's just, uh, hum- I'm just humbled and grateful for just being here in front of all of you. Because it's just, when you go out and you step out and do something, it's, you just don't know what's going to happen. So like she said, it takes being fearless. And it takes boldness. It takes confidence. And um, today I'm going to tie in a lot of my experience because I've been exercising for over 10 years now. So since I was 15. And... Um, when you start doing something young, which you've, everyone here has done that, you don't really take into consideration of what it took to get where you're at right now. Because you started so young. And it's easier to take on, um, I guess, we don't consider them big changes then, but later on in life when you have to do something big where you're not active very often, now you have to start incorporating that into your weekly life when you're married and you have kids or whatever it is, because I know we're dealing with younger to older now, or more seasoned. But um, <laughs> but um, if you are as if you're married now and you have kids now you have to work and then for most ladies they cook and then they clean and not saying that's right but the fact that now then you still have to take care of yourself and that could be a really hard thing and then all of the information that's out there so what do I believe what do I listen to what do I don't listen to and then I also I've worked obviously a lot of you know I work with the youth the teenagers the children for over at least 13 years now. And I have a heart for children, so I know if I can impact parents when the kids are young enough, I'm actually impacting the kids as well. Because they're going to learn from watching you. So um, my heart is here just to help everyone figure out whatever you like to do, whatever program you'll stick to, whatever form of exercising you like, that's the right program. There's not one type of format that works. So if you don't like going to the gym, because most ladies don't like going into the, the weight section, there's too many men. And they don't want to be in that section, right? So a lot, you'll see a lot of ladies in the group classes like Lady C was talking about. And that's, a, that's an amazing way to approach to take it because you make friends within the classes. And um, if, if you don't want to go, you know that your friend's going to keep you accountable there. And even if you don't realize they're going to keep you accountable, they're going to call you like, hey, where are you at? After it's all said and done. So um, today, I just feel like my goal here is when you leave, you kind of have some form of idea of what direction you want to take when creating your fitness routine. 
And um, later on towards the end, I'm gonna take, I need some volunteers. I know I'm gonna need Lady C for one, since I've worked with you. And I wanna do some volunteers from the audience as well. So if anybody that wants to be fearless and step out today. <laughs> All right, um, I'll take the first, um, I'll take two on this side. Yes, and then Ashley. I'm sorry, um, what's your name? Same. I wear glasses, I apologize, I can't see very far. <laughs> and then <laughs> I will take Sister Lydia, and then I'm sorry, once again. It's your creamy sister. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I like glasses again, I'm, I need, it's, I'm terrible, I, need, I should have got them like nine years ago. Let's keep that on the down low though. All right, um, so towards the end, we're gonna do that, and then we should have waivers being passed out to those of you. And I tried to select, I wasn't trying to be mean, but I'm trying to select um, women that are 18 years and older. So my waivers weren't formatted for younger than 18. Okay. So um, getting started now, um, just a little going in deeper, I was, I've been exercising for over 10 years. <clears throat> started when I was younger and a little bit started out of curiosity. You know when you're younger, you're, I was 15, you're really insecure and um, for more, some of it was I had an option to take a basic PE course or go into weight training. So for me, it was, I had, it was out of curiosity. And uh, when I was younger, I dealt with a lot of bullying. So I always had issues gaining weight, so I was really skinny, couldn't gain weight, and then I dealt, dealt with from like middle of, I wanna say, uh, middle school all the way through high school, so some verbal, some physical. And it's like you can see how that can form up until when you're, you, you become an adult. Mm -hmm. And that kind of shapes how you view the world and how you view yourself. And um, I've officially, thank God, I've, gotten a gr I've grown out of all of that. Amen. And because um, we can't do anything without, in that form of security. Yes. And um, I'm not gonna break my, my outline already, because <laughs> I'm already here, so I'm gonna flow with it. But um, the reality is, the way you start something is the way you end something. Yes. So the reality is, if, if you're not comfortable with how you look, we can't start your fitness journey in, 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 in and an insecure place. Because if we do that, like you're gonna end in an insecure place and ask me how it know. That's what I did. So if I started working out when I, and it came from the root of an insecurity. So even though I started to look how I wanted to look and the things started to change appearance-wise how I wanted to see them, but in the mirror, it wasn't good enough because of the seed and the root where it started from. And we have to start this in a place of accepting how we look, but not, you don't have to stay that way. And we don't have to start in that place of insecurity. That it's, we, we have to just believe in God that he's gonna help us along that way. And the fact that all of you here together that God has given Lady C the vision of fearless that you guys aren't running alone. This is a team that you guys are running together that you are your, you have a support system. And that's a blessing. So don't take that for granted because I know oftentimes Within that, we, oh, we have people that sit over here, we have people that sit over here, and then we don't get to know each other. So I just wanna stress kind of going out of your way to get to know people because along this way, you're gonna find out that other people's stories are gonna encourage you. And like Lady C said, which I'm gonna to get to into right now, which is the fact that this is not just about the physical appearance, but I really wanna target how you see yourself because that's really what it starts, just a, a mindset of success. So, because you can't, in reality, we can't do anything and be successful without the right mindset. So, um, if we can move to my first slide. Oh, as they do it, as they put it up, oh, sorry. Go, next one. Um, 
this is just some of my contact information. So if you guys wanted to stay connected, because um, I believe that within the last year, I'm come, a lot of the things I'm gonna speak about are from my past experiences. So my experience from exercising and my, the, more of the mental experience and mindset comes from building the, my business. Because I'm so grateful to even still be in business. So <laughs> you never know in that first year when you've never done it and yeah. you're stepping out and you don't have the support system. You don't know where to go and it's, you're looking at everything and you don't know what to believe. And that's how I can connect that with anybody that hasn't exercised or is just starting, you don't know what to believe. So this is just some of my contact information. And um, what's, um, next slide please, probably go over. So this one, um, this is more of a perspective slide. This is a transformation picture. On the left, that's the same person, I believe I should say. And on the right, that's definitely the same person. But I wanted to, my goal here is not to offend anybody or break anybody down. But I want you guys to think and just, it's a, just keep it to yourself, but on the left side picture, that's a before picture. The right is an after. Now, when I, before I say this, um, I wanna go into the fact that our identity is not based on what other people think about us. Our identity is based on who God tells us and the thoughts we actually allow to enter our brain because our thoughts become actions and those are gonna shape the direction we go and those turn they kind of reinforce our beliefs. But I wanna say that the most important thing is not what other people think about you, but my question is when you see that before picture, what words come to mind? What emotions come to mind? And now when you view that after picture, which is the right one, how do those words change? Because I personally, I've never dealt with weight issues and that was not my intention to put those up. That was just the picture I found that connected with. But when you make that change, you're stepping out from that insecure place. When you look in the mirror, you only see your insecurities. You don't see the flaws. And um, I know it's gonna be a nasty kind of a, a put off to use it this way, but like scum always rises to the top, right? Yeah. If you let water sit in a cup long enough, you're gonna have some mold, you're gonna have stuff rise at the top. And I see that as negativity. That even though you have so much light and so much positivity in you, all the negativity rises to the top and you can't appreciate yourself for who you are and all the good qualities you already have. So my thing is just adjusting how we think and essentially just forming the habits of checking our thoughts at the door and not allowing those negative thoughts to sit in our mind. And um, can we, next slide please? You guys can see the image up there. It says eliminate, eliminate the mindset of can't because you can do anything. And that's just reinforcing what I said is that we have to check our thoughts at the door. Because in this past year, and I was using that as the mindset frame and connecting that to my experience of exercising for the last 10 years and dealing with all those insecurities and finding where I am and what I wanna do and the impact I wanna make is the fact that I've connected the fact that our, mindset, our beliefs create our mindset. And our beliefs essentially are anything that you believe is true or real, right? So we can have a, someone like, oh, someone could believe they're handsome or they're beautiful and their actions are gonna show that. So, um, our, so my whole point is that our beliefs affect our mindset. Um, next slide, please. And I, I explain, I found, I, kinda, I define mindset as our internal thoughts, the things that you think. Because the things that you think are gonna shape the actions you take. Those actions you take are gonna shape the results you get and those results reinforce that initial belief where it started at. And my goal here is to help kind of disrupt. So not if, 
disrupt in a sense of finding, I don't know why in our culture, and I'm not sure if it's just America, that why negativity has to be put out there, why it's so common. Even before our kids are old enough to even think for themselves, they're already focusing on the things that are negative. They're complaining, are we there yet? I don't like this. Like, they're all, we're always doing it. I don't know why. It's, it's just ingrained in our society like that. So my thing is I just want to disrupt the thoughts that we think and have, bring it to the point where we're checking what goes into our brain. Because if we want to change those beliefs, if whatever your belief is that I'm not beautiful, I can't do this and I can't do that, that's going to shape into your actions. So my thing is, if we, my belief is we, if we can disrupt, that we can disrupt it in the mindset, which is changing how we think. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. I, want, uh, I want to take this as a one-on-one. -on -one. You guys can talk to me. And make me feel more comfortable, too. So. <laughs> so, but in reality, I believe that changing how we think can disrupt the, our belief. Do you guys agree? Yes. Everyone? Okay, good. I just want to make sure it's understood. And... Um, Next slide, please. Oh, I don't even know why I spent on this outline. Um, one more. Okay. And this is just recapping. So I put an image up there. And it shows a belief at the top. And it shows a mindset. And I was just explaining that cycle. And that cycle, essentially, I tie that into habits. Our habits, if you look at anybody successful in the last year, I've looked at business people that have not just made millions and I've looked at people that I've known and I've associated with that have been successful and God has surrounded me with the right people and um, I have like I have a friend I made I met him at Starbucks and Pastor Jared knows him but he's pitching something to NBC wow. he's met he's met the Sugar Shane brothers and he's done paintings for him with gold and sugar he paints with wine and coffee and he does all of that but he actually did the design on my shirt and just charged me the materials for it when he could have charged 500 to 1,000. Yeah. And um, in the reality, I've just met so many people. And through him, I met a videographer, a photographer, an editor, and he does all of that. And he has his own skateboarding brand. So God has just surrounded me with the people that I need. So when I pitch an idea, they force me to level up. They're like, oh, how about this? Not breaking it down, but showing, pushing me up. Because Pastor Jaron says you can't fly with eagles and hang out with pigeons, right? <laughs> Whatever he says. So in reality... That all ties into where you're going because if you're striving to do something and change how you look, but all your friends are fine the way they look, that's not, it's going to affect you if you realize it or not. And you're going to go and share your ideas, and we can't share our thoughts with everybody because not everyone's going to support your dreams. Not everyone's going to support the changes you want to make in your life, right? So what we need to do is I, I've limited who I share my thoughts with because I know I'm not going to like the point of view that I get. I'm not going to like the answer. I know it's not going to be supportive. And I just know that a lot of people are unhappy and they want to make other people unhappy because they're unhappy. Yes. And for me, I'm trying to be the counter of that. I want to be a positive light. And for me, that's one reason that's kind of really I stayed in business. And that's the reason is the fact that you never know who's watching. I work with the kids. I work with the youth. And then even adults in the church, it's like you just never know who you're impacting with what you're doing. So I always think about that because if I quit, what if it impacts their dreams? What if it impacts something they want to do? And they're like, oh, if he couldn't do it, how can I? Because maybe you're in a different place than them. And I don't take that for granted. Um, next slide. I may possibly skip a whole lot of these. Okay. Um, this is where I really wanted to tie in 
because I, like Pastor Jaron talks about, we need to tie in the word, right? <laughs> and um, so I got this from my friend. I was talking to him, and um, he's in, he goes to church as well, and he knows his word. And I'm like, I can't justify or where he goes and what type of word they get. But I wanted to really tie this in with the word to make sure it was in right standing. So it says, if you believe you cannot do something, you're submitting to the attitude. You're giving it authority over your mind, which limits what you can do. So I put Proverbs 4.23, which says, be careful, of, be careful how you think your life is shaped by your thoughts. And I've covered about that in the cycle, which if you believe you can't do something, that's going to create the thoughts you think. Those thoughts are going to create your actions. Your actions create your results, and it reinforces the belief. So now when I said if we can disrupt, if that's some negative thing or something you want to change about yourself, however you view it, you can, I, I believe that you can view it based on how you think and the thoughts and the images you allow in your mind because the word says watch what you see, watch what you hear, watch what you speak because these are all gates and those are going to shape your mind and how you view the world. Because Pastor Jaron could say one thing and then someone here will view it one way and someone here will view it another way based on their mental state, essentially. Um, next slide, please. And for me, I've like I've already covered some of this, and um, talking about my reasons. And for me, when I started exercising, I was talking to Lady C, and um, I think I'm a little weird in the sense that I'm not married yet, right? I don't have kids, and the fact that I think about my wife I don't have, I think about the unborn kids I don't have, I think about my grandkids, <laughs> like because in reality, when I turn old enough for them to actually start being real people, right? And they're old enough to have their own thoughts and their own mind that goes for my kids or whatever. But in reality, I don't want to see them have to see me in and out of the hospital all the time. Having health conditions, having injuries. Because like I said, our kids watch, the children watch who we are. It doesn't matter if they're kids or not because I work with the kids. So I know a lot of the things that like if Pastor Jaren Pastor says, don't lean on my walls, and we go lean on the wall. What are the kids going to go do? Like, they're going to go lean on the wall because we, we set the standard. So when the reality is your kids, your grandkids, it doesn't matter, or any, anybody that looks up to you, that they're going to they're gonna watch you and they're going to learn from you. So for me, that connects to I, what drives you or what's your why. It doesn't matter what it really is, how you connect to the term, but what is your reason? Because I want to find that real reason, not just, like I said, Lady C said that we're, you are not. You're more than your body. You're more than how your physical appearance looks, and a lot of people start exercising because of that. They start because of their physical appearance, and that's the main reason, but that's also their main downfall because they never find a deeper reason to why they should stick to it when you have work at 7, but you're up at 5 to go work out. Getting a flat stomach's not going to get you up at five. I'm trying to tell you right now. It will not get you up at five. It will not. So, if, but in that reality, if you think about oh, how, what, what, when my kids look at me, what am, I, what am my actions saying? What are those actions actually telling about them and what can they learn from that? But, and um, it's not even on my notes. You can stay on this slide. Because um, I cover wellness and that's just the quality or the state, the healthy, your physical health and your mental health. Because exercising comes back to balance. So because now you, your effect sleeps your health, right? Your diet affects your health. Exercising affects your health. Your stress affects your health. All of it. So even just, we're talking about exercise, but this is just a seed that's going to transform and kind of merge into everything else that's going to force a balanced life. And that's when I see, that was one of the terms I had for that before and after picture was, um, was balance because they looked healthier, they looked more confident, they looked more bold. And I know there's a lot of things that 
we all want to do in our life. That doesn't matter if if it's a, your if it's financially, if or it's your career choice, if it's in school, or if it's because how you feel about yourself. It's everything. That's a make or break, really. That really is a make or break. How you feel about yourself. How when you look in the mirror, what do you see? That's what I really want to impact today. Um, next, next slide, please. Get some water. Sorry. Yeah. Where is it at? Oh, I guess it was in the way. Picture of you. It might blend over here then. <laughs> so going into the new year, it's not just mindset that's important, but creating new habits. Because even like I, I go back to looking at business people and the success they made, and I've actually I want to take a step. I can leave it there, but going into your environment because a lot of the connecting that to habits, a lot of the habits we have are because of the environment we were raised in, how we grew up, what we seen our parents do, how they spoke, even how our parents spoke to each other, and the things that we seen. And how they spoke to us. Yeah. And um, there's a there was someone that went to my my brother's um, church, and she's how many of you know those people that are they're they're beautiful, they're handsome, it doesn't matter, it could be, but they have they're really really insecure. Yeah. Yes. And um, she she actually tried to commit suicide. Wow. But she just doesn't see that she's good enough because of what her mom says to her, because of what her the environment tells her. But the reality is. A lot of that shapes who we are and who we become and what we're going to do in the future. And But that not only shapes how we see the world, but it shapes our habits, right? Yes. Or ha we're creatures of habit. Everything we do, you wake up at the same time, you make the same action. You know right when you wake up, you're going to go put that pot of, uh, pot of coffee on. And then you're going to go do your makeup and you come back down, you're going to pour it. Or, <laughs> like by the time they say most accidents happen a mile from your house because you're in autopilot now. You're no longer in a place where you're comfortable. So if you connect that to where our, your health and whatever you're doing is that we can't just live in a state of comfort. In the reality, last year, I changed fear into opportunity. I replaced it. That's how I see fear now. It's now it's opportunity. So that's how I associate fear now. So when Lady C asked me to do this, I wasn't the person I am now. I don't even think I could do it, but I said, yeah, like, we'll see where it goes. You just never know. So like... So my thing is, whatever you're afraid of, we just, I just want to be able to help you reassociate that with something more positive. Um, next slide, please. So just a few tips. I don't want to stay here. On, I don't want to stay here long because you can all Google this. But it's just some stuff that stood out to me was starting small. Whenever anybody wants to make some change, especially in the new year, I don't know why. They're going to go like 15 years not exercising. All of a sudden they're like, I'm going seven days a week. I'm going seven days a week, 4.30 in the morning, hour and a half. Like, you know it's not going to happen. Like, stop it. Like, stop it. You're setting yourself up for failure. So I want to say, no, no, not only that, but they're like, I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to start working out. I'm gonna, and then they want to choose like five different major things in their life that they want to tackle. Like, it doesn't work that way. And then still add your full schedule on top of that. Like, so don't set yourself up for failure. We've got to start small. And then on top of that, like I said, this also goes back into what you tell yourself. So this is don't beat yourself up. So when you fail, we're, we're our hardest critics. 
I don't care what you guys think about, anybody else thinks about you. You're gonna beat yourself up harder than anybody else will. And it doesn't matter if it's justified or not. Like for me, I still have my part-time, so I'm up at three in the morning and I'm in bed at nine at night, but I'll beat myself up over something I didn't do. Like it doesn't make sense. Like sometimes I roll in four and a half, five hours of sleep, but just cause I'm ambitious and like that, I'm hungry. Like <laughs> that's just me. Like I'm hungry. So I mean, I run off of like my motivation and my hunger and my drive to like fuel me. So that keeps me going. But um, my key point for that was check your thoughts at the door. Because like I said, habits, negative thoughts are a habit. Positive thoughts are a habit. We have good habits, we have bad habits, but now it's just finding the thing you wanna change and then focusing on that. Um, next slide, please. And accountability. And that kind of ties into support as well. But you're having that right accountability around you, like if you guys don't know, I'm dating Tony. But um, the fact that she's been my number one support. When I started my boot camp, she was the only one there for the first month, right? So I mean like, I could have quit like right there, like oh, I'm not seeing any results. You could tie that in, like I've been going for a month. I haven't lost any weight. David said, if I do this, I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna talk to him. Like that's like, that's, it's, see like, so don't blame me. But the reality is, my thing is have the accountability and the support you need around you. Because since you're starting something new, and um, I actually met a, a young guy, He's in, he goes to the high school near my church, or no, near my school, right? Or my house. And um, he brought up a good point where he was talking about there's a fixed intelligence, there's a fluid intelligence. So if you think of like a, someone that's like 80, 90, and they, they have a problem, they can look back in the last 85 years and be like, I experienced this when I was this age and this is how I handled it. That's based on experience. Now we have fluid intelligence, which essentially is, you don't have all the answers, but you're gonna figure it out along the way. And that's, for a lot of you, that's where you're at. You're gonna start this not having all of the answers, but I wanna encourage you that it's all right. Like last year, I didn't have all of the answers, but look, I'm standing here before all of you today. So don't, don't allow the current circumstance of the judge yourself based on where you know, because in a year, God can do so very much. Um, another, next slide, yes, please. Uh, set a regular schedule. So and this is really simple, especially for exercising. All of you know your, your schedules. And what I really tie this is to what time are you most available to actually do it? And I I'm gonna get later into different ways to do, approach this, but what time is your, what's your most available time? And I see this as like, if you're gonna go do a gym setting and you know you work in LA and you're gonna sit in traffic, why not have a gym membership stop halfway, work out, let the traffic die, and then get back on the road? So it's just tactically approaching this as well. And then if you're gonna do it at home, it makes it a little bit easier, but you gotta know yourself and self-awareness. Like, I know what I'm good at. Like, I have an outline, but I fully broke it already. It's gone. <laughs> it's out the door, I'm not going back. So I know that's, like, I can shoot off the cuff, but that's a bad thing as well. Because then I can get myself into a place. Like, how many of like, you guys have written a card for a birthday? And then you start writing, you're like, ooh, ooh, where am I going with this? And then like, you gotta pull yourself. And some like, they had, there was an episode of King of Queens and they're at like a, like a, like a, like a gas station. He's writing it, writing, and he's leaning on the counter. He's like, and he shows him. He's like, "Where are you going with this?" Like, and he he had no idea, and he blocked himself in. So I don't want you guys to do. That. If you compare that to like setting it up an exercise routine into your schedule, then at the end of the day, you're like, "Oh, this is not going to work." So it's just finding what time are you most available to do it that you can actually relax, knowing that. I don't have to rush and go here, and I don't have to do this, and I, now I have to, it's just having that time for you, for me, that's my time away from everybody. I don't think about relationships, I don't think about 
finances. I don't, I don't think about anything. That's my home away from home, and that's my piece, yeah. throwing weights around. That's what I like to do. Yeah. So my thing is finding that, and that's what my thing was, helping you guys discover what works best for you, because I want that to be in a, not just an escape, because exercising is de-stressing. It's going to add more peace into your life. It's going to help you feel better, which means you'll take better actions, which means you'll have more positive thoughts. And there's a lot of lady, um, um, you probably know this, Sister Lydia, but like taking all your, your classes about like the, heart, like the body, knowing that your body actually releases endorphins. So it's like, uh, if you want to, like a feel good hormone. And then when you stress out, your body releases cortisol. And um, since I'm there, when you actually, if you guys get into this and you're exercising and you're thinking about why am I not getting my results, we gotta check our stress levels. Stress will affect if you're gonna lose weight or not. Like your diet could be on point, your routine could be on point, everything, you could have enough sleep. But if you're stressed out, your body's not gonna actually respond to everything you're doing right. It's gonna break up the whole process. Um, and I have, have a goal in mind. And I really, in reality, I put this up because I don't want to limit other people to what my taste is. Like, I never really connected to the SMART acronym. It just bothered me. No one's really going to sit down and do this. <laughs> but if someone out here actually might do it, I'll present it. So um, be very specific. So what is the goal you're trying to do? So if your goal is, I know I have a different one up there. And that was like a template I found that worked, but I'm going to flow with what I like. But be specific. So if you say, I'm going to work out three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I'm going to start at 2 o'clock. It's usually not that clean, but um, so that's very specific, right? You can measure that we have seven days in a week. So you can like, in reality, if you're logging, you can actually date it all. And I'll cover the logging as well, but you can date it all. And you know that there's seven days in a week. And by Friday, you can look back and be like, all right, I went Monday, I went Wednesday, or I went Monday, Tuesday, now I need one more day. So you can measure that. Um, make sure your goal is attainable. Like I said in the beginning, don't go like, like people, they don't like say you're gonna go six days a week when you haven't worked out in 15 years. It's just like, it's not attainable. It's really not. Um, relevant, like exercising is relevant to your health, right? And it's time-based because within that, we only have so much time in a week, like we have so many days. Mm -hmm. And we only have so much time in our 24 hours that we have to pack everything together. Um, now, or now I'm into your fitness journey. And I call it your fitness journey because um, everyone look at your hands. We all have fingerprints, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone has a unique fingerprint. And that's how I see your fitness journey is the fact that what my body's gonna respond to, your body's not gonna respond to when the people next to you, right? So just because, let's say, Lady C, you're a vegan, right? And then she's on, a, maybe she's doing body weight workouts and she's taking the courses and she's getting results and you're like, I'm gonna do that and you do it and you're like, why is it not working for me? That's because you're unique and all of our we get, obviously, our genetics come from our parents, and we gotta look down the line to see what is, like, what is our, what's history say? Like, if, like, you wanna change your stomach and you gain weight here, but your, your mama's got the same thing, like, we really gotta look at our genetics, right? Because, like, you, we can't change genetics, so our body's gonna respond to what our, how God created our genetics. So I just wanted to point that out. So, like, a lot of, like, I've had clients who are like, oh, I want to, slim out my butt and like tone my thighs. But we can do all the exercises that'll actually get you there, but your body's actually gonna like respond to what it wants to respond to. Mm -hmm. So if you're naturally gonna, they're naturally gonna get bigger, or they're naturally gonna get smaller, I can't decide. 
So I wanted to just keep that in mind as you guys <laughs> look into that, all right? So everyone has different goals here, but in reality, we just gotta watch, like, see what our body responds to. Um, now, when you first, next slide, please. When you first go into this, I, when I thought about this, I approached it in the sense that if someone was asking me if I stepped in the gym today, what do I need to know? And I started with dynamic stretching. That's the first thing you need to do. And um, movement is involved. So essentially, like a static stretch would be coming across and just holding it for a set period of time. Dynamic has some shifting into it. So what that does, essentially, it's you do it before the workout. And I like to compare this, like how many times have you guys had a, a rubber band? How many have tile in their house? All right, you found a rubber band on it. Could you, when you picked it up, could you stretch it? Yes. Or was that like, was it hard though? Like, like middle of winter, you found that on your tile. It's kind of hard, right? Imagine if you found that same rubber band in the middle of the street on like a summer day. I think it's melting on like ice cream. So the reality is what, when you do dynamic stretching, you're shifting, you're getting the blood flow into the muscle. That's what's happening. And what that's gonna do, it's gonna reduce your chances of injury. And it's gonna prepare you not just physically, but mentally for the workout you're actually gonna go into. Um, as well as increase your flexibility. By increasing your flexibility, you're actually reducing your chances of injury as well. And um, static stretching is performed after, like I said, it's just holding it. And that more just relaxes the body. It really, like, I'll, I'll do static stretching, I wanna fall asleep after. So for those of you that can't sleep at night, just go stretch for 10 minutes, you'll be out. Um, the same thing, it helps build your flexibility. And um, yeah, uh, next slide. And I'm gonna do my best here. And I know once you guys leave here, you won't be able to put together a routine like me, but I'm gonna give you the framework of how I see and the things I've learned from even taking the courses I took. So if you guys, everyone knows who Arnold Schwarzenegger is, right? Yeah. He was a bodybuilder, I don't know, late 70s, early 80s, Mr. Olympia, six time champion. And look at, imagine his size, massive. I don't know, he was above 200 pounds. Solid muscle, he was just ridiculous. Now that's what I'm talking about genetics. Like there's bodybuilders out there that can do the same thing as him, but they can't develop it in the same way. But um, now that's a three to six rep range. So that means if say you were gonna go, if I went to the gym and I put, got on the bench press and I put some weight on, I would actually wanna fatigue between that three to six. Not like I can hit nine reps, but stop at, just stop at three or stop at four. You really wanna get to the top end like you're about to collapse on yourself. So that's a, key, that's a key thing between all of these. Now I want you to think of a boxer that I have Muhammad Ali up there. And then I also had, um, who's seen Southpaw? The movie? Okay, so imagine, what I want you to do is associate the image of those people with this rep range, because we're visual people. So that's a 12 to 15 rep range. So that's more of, you think he's, he still has some muscularity to him, but he's not as bulky and he's not as big and he's more lean. Now the last picture is the bolt. He's very lean. If you compare that body type to the other three, you can see how that plays out. Cause that, that's like a, I said like a runner, but that's 20 to 25 reps. So that's really high endurance. That's training more lean mass. And the 12 to 15, if we can switch to the next slide. The 12 to 15 is training more of strength and lean and, and endurance as well. So the 20 to 25 is all endurance. So if your goal was to actually like lean out and lose some weight, that would be one of the approaches you wanna take. So a higher repetition, that's all I'm saying. This is more of a, a framework. So don't be like, I only hit 19, I didn't make it. Like, no, like you're, you're there. It's just, it's just a framework to guide you. So the 12 to 15, like, so what I like to do in reality, what I, when I approach having a new client, I always mix in the 20 to 25 with the 12 to 15. 
And that's usually where people are naturally going to fall. But not mean majority of women, they can't do the push-up. The average is women have a 15% stronger lower body than men do. And that shows because men are like triangles or ups. Like they have a bigger up, upper body and a lower base. And it just never looks right. And, um, <laughs> never looks right. You got no calves, but you got a 24-inch bicep. Stop it. Okay. It's, 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 I'm trying to get rid of that. It bothers me. But um, So I'm going to demonstrate all this later. But just associate, associating the 3 to 6 rep range with Arnold Schwarzenegger, associating the 12 to 15, the boxer, with Muhammad Ali, the 20 to 25 with the bolt, right? Now, um, thank you. Exercises. This is, I'm getting into cardio. This is the different forms. So this would be like the 20 to 25 rep range. And I, when I define cardio, everyone here, when you think of cardio, what do you think of? All right. The show of hands. How many people here like running? Oh, more than I thought. Okay. So, <laughs> if you do, that's a good form of that's a good way to do it. Okay. So my thing is finding, helping you find what you actually like to do, because that's what you're going to stick to. And that goes for diet. Like I'm not really getting into diet today. I'm actually getting my certifications in that now, coming up. But um, my thing is, whatever you like to do, if that's from diet to exercising. Find that, because that's what you'll stick to. Like, if I put you on weights and you don't like weights, you're not going to make it past a month. So um, cardio, essentially, it's just getting your heart rate high enough. So you can do running. What I like to do with my clients, because Matt, like majority of people don't, doesn't matter what gender, they don't like running. I, I can't stand running, so I'm glad my body frame doesn't require it. Um, but jump rope is an example, jumping jacks. How many of you know what burpees are? You'll learn to hate them. Okay. Um, high knees, jogging, running is other forms. But my thing is most people, when they get on there, and I ask people if it's just even for a rep range and they're on a squat rack or a bench press, I'm like, so what's your rep range? They're like 10. And if I ask them why, they'll never know why. They actually just do 10. It just a, sounds like a good number. So in reality is... Um, we have to get our heart rate high enough to do that. So if we go 220, right, minus your age, that's going to be your max heart rate. Now what you want to do is to even enter a fat burning zone, we need to take 70% of that max heart rate. So I have mine up there. Uh, my 220 minus my age is 194. That's my max. So I want to take 70% of that's 135.8 round up. That's 136. So if I'm running on the cart, I'm doing on a treadmill, and I stop and I test my pulse. So I like to do it with clients. Take 15 seconds, multiply that by four. That's what's going to get you your, your roughly what your minute would be. So if you're on the cart, you're on, you're doing, you're on the treadmill, and you do it, and you check it, and you're only at 124. We need to pick it up. That's essentially because you're not going hard enough to even target the fat that you're actually you've stored and that you want to get rid of, right? Um, here. Pushing motions. So just to helping you identify when you push, what are you working? So push, like pushing motion obviously just push up. I have resistance bands that I, I use with my clients at their homes. Um, so like a chest press like this, bench press, and then incline bench press. And I say that all, it's more weightlifting terms, but I only say that to incorporate the fact that we hit different angles. The body and the muscle crosses in different patterns. So if we only shift work with one motion and we don't go laterally, we don't go reverse, we don't go, we have to work different motions to target all aspects of that one muscle. And um, so essentially pushing motions, you're gonna work your chest, 
your shoulders, mainly your front delt. This is your deltoids, but your delts is your shoulders and your triceps. These are just stabilizer muscle groups. This is the main thing pushing it. This is your primary mover and these stabilize everything else. So if you're pushing something, you push a door, right? Or like you're, you're joking with your friend and you shove them. That's, what you're, that's what's actually moving it. Your chest also brings your arms across. They bring them down. They do everything in that midline. Now, um, next slide, please. Pulling motions. That's your latissimus dorsi. So I would just call it lats because it's easy to remember. But um, that's the mass majority. So if you see that picture right there with the arrow, that muscle literally goes from under your armpit all the way down to your lower back and it connects all the way up right behind your um, scapula. And right above that, or it's actually connected in, but above that you have your traps as well. So, but that's one of the biggest muscles in the body. That literally takes up your whole back. And I know a lot of people struggle with gaining weight here or here, and that's what they want to target. And um, that's one way to do it. But what that does, that's all pulling motions. And we use all of this on our daily basis. How many, like if I went here and this was too far, I would pull it, right? You're working this. If you go up to wave at somebody, what's actually holding you up, that, your arm, that muscle's pulling it in, but what's holding it up is your rear delt and your bicep. That's what's allowing you to just keep your arm up and wave. And that muscle pulls it back in. So we use this honestly on a daily basis. So you can actually see how that can, if you didn't do this and you were 60, 70, how that could be an issue trying to, because you haven't prepared for that. Um, next um, slide, please. I just want to talk about your core because there's a misconception about what abs are and what your core is. Abs are literally just essentially having your body fat low enough to see your abs because you can have strength in your abs. Like everyone has abs, it's just how, what layer is covering it. Like that's really what it is. There's a layer covering, if you get rid of that, you're gonna see it. So, but the core essentially, it, it also incorporates your abdominals. You take it, so if you took your legs off and you took your upper body off, that's your core. You have your hips, your glutes, your abdominals, your lower back, I know there's some extra to incorporate. But other ways to target that would be like a plank, a bridge, same name. Uh, you can have the same exercise with different names. You can have side bridge, which works your obliques instead of here. So you got to think about the angles you're moving at, right? So if you're, if I lay down, on the, if the floor was here, I lay down sideways, that would be all obliques. If I went forward, that would be primarily hitting the, the front part of your body. Um, hip bridge, if, well, I'll have some images later. But um, you can do crunches, and that's usually not the most effective way because you also think of range of motion. The more muscle fibers you tear, the stronger you get, the more your body has to use what you stored to repair what you tore. That make sense? Okay, so essentially when you tear your muscle fibers, I like to think of a frayed rope or string. You have like the strings coming off it. That's how I like to think of your muscle. When you work out and it hurts and it's sore, that's why it's sore because you literally tore the muscle fibers. So what happens is, there's two different ways of approaching, but what happens when you tear it, you have fat sores, right? Where whatever body likes to sore, and you can't spot train. So if I want to lose here and I'm running, or I work out my triceps because I want to lose what I have here, that doesn't mean your body's going to pull from that, right, that exact area, and that's called spot training. It may pull from here. I don't know why the body's a body, but um, <laughs> it doesn't make sense sometimes. But I just want to say you can't spot train. So just because you're training that area doesn't mean it's going to pull from that area. But what I'm, my key point was that when you tear muscle fibers, your body's going to use what you stored to actually repair it. So you're burning more calories and more using more of what you have after the workout, not before. Because you're sore for two or three days on a real hard workout, especially in the beginning. So you're actually, two or three days in, you're still actually 
using up what you stored. So now you can imagine if you adjusted your diet to that, that's the, that's the connection there. Um, so your exercise routine, this is where I fall into here. So now I just have a basic template. What I have is this is what I take first clients through. Uh, the, when I was at LA Fitness, now I do my own sales. But we do the basic assessments, three-minute step. We take everything that can be on charts. How many push-ups can you do? And you take the average of, I guess, everyone in America. And it shows you if you're below, above, and it gives you placement, right? So we can track later. For me, this is more of a visual assessment. So I get clients. I take them through jumping jacks. That's cardio. So if I do 30 seconds and 15 seconds in, they're winded. It shows that really we need to work on our cardio. We do squats. And they go to do a squat and they're falling back. We have either it's a lack of range of motion, it's biomechanics, it's under, undeveloped leg muscles or core strength. Um, lunges, so stepping forward and going down. If you can't keep your balance, that means now we have to work more of the stabilizer muscle groups. And then it's just, it helps me give me a visual. And then push-ups, like I said, majority of women can't do a lot of push-ups. So there's modifications for that, which I'll show later. But and if they only can only do four, and that's one thing I wanted to say is, I know I gave you the 12 to 15, the three to six, and the 20 to 25, and you're like, I can only do four. I don't want to look like Arnold. Like, it's all right. Like, eventually, you're, I don't want to associate that. Like, that's not how it is. So what I really want to do is the fact that you can only do four, but one day you're going to be able to do 12. And then one day, but then at that point, then you can actually tailor it to how you really want it to look. So don't beat yourself up for where you're at. Um, Actually, now I'm cool. I'm ready for the volunteers that I needed. So that should leave me about 10 minutes. I forgot to set the timer. I apologize. I didn't stick to my outline anyways, so. We had started a different time anyway. That went out the door. I spent 13 hours on that, just so you know. Gone. Second time. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know. It's okay. Thank you, Dick. Okay, um, I guess for visual purposes, we can be on the far right. Okay. There's more space. So everything I covered today, going from dynamic stretches to static stretching and then incorporating all the different rep ranges, I can show you that in more of a visual format right now. second. Ladies, are we, ooh, that was loud. Are we enjoying class? Are we enjoying David? I'm so proud of you, David. Oh, thank you, thank you. You did an awesome job. No, I broke my notes the whole time, too. I have issues with um, notes. Okay, so today, um, can we have you ladies see as well? Thank you. So, and we can start more towards the wall over here. We're not going to be shifting forward. We're going to be in place. So we can probably like two or three feet above the wall. Shutting like right here. So what I want to start with is some of you not be, might not be able to do the full thing. Some of the warm-ups are dynamic. They may be a struggle in the beginning, but it's not how we start. It's how we finish, right? Yes. 
So I wanted to, this will be a good example of some, what ladies up here might be able to do it, some others won't. Do you have modified too? Yes, that's what I'm going to show you. I have modifications for everything. I'll make them up if I have to. <laughs> so this is just going to, I missed the topic I wanted to cover, but this is just one form you can do at home. So how many of you don't like gym settings? Like at all, I just need to raise real high. Put those hands down. How many of you like the gym? You like the gym? Yes. Is it more group classes? Group and weights. Okay, so it's a blend. Perfect. So this is just one way you can approach it, and this is generally how I run my, my business, is essentially just body weight exercises. Because most people just want to lean out. And seeing that we're one of the most, we, our country has one of the, the biggest obesity rate than everyone or like other countries around us. Mm -hmm. well, I'm gonna be in business for a long time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good business story. It really is. That was all God, it wasn't, it wasn't planned. So, now let's just start with um, jumping jacks right now. So let me get my timer before you start that. I don't want to have you going and I don't have a timer already. Okay, so on the count of three, one, two, and three. And you notice how everyone's moving at a different pace, right? And that's okay, it's just moving at that pace you're comfortable with. So this shouldn't be too fast, it shouldn't be too slow, there's a balance to it, but it's okay. Everyone starts where they're at, and depending on if you have knee problems or back problems, you may not be able to handle the high impact, or if you have conditions, it just depends on, it's individual to you. Three seconds, and relax. Now what I want everyone to do is walking high knees, just real slow. Stay postured, focus on contracting the core while you do it. And what this is doing is, if you think about what it's pulling, you're gonna warm up the lower part of your back, your glutes, your hips, your hamstrings. And like I said, we do this shifting because we wanna get blood flow into the muscle, right? And it just prepares you mentally, physically. 10 seconds. Three. And relax. Now what I want to do is butt kicks as well. Everyone know how to do that? Yeah. Okay, and go. Yeah. Keep your knees right under you, not forward. And then kick back. Yeah. Yeah. Ten seconds. <laughs> Becca does this every Sunday. She does this every Sunday. Relax. Relax. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who am I? And God says, you guys can relax. Hold on, I'm Becca right now. And God says that we can... Uh, she always the phone down behind the speaker. She, oh, I got you, Becca. That when you come out to speak, yeah. Becca comes out here, then she's, and she sets her phone down, she comes out, but Becca's doing um, butt kicks every single, 
every single Sunday. In heels, by the way. I say in heels. All right. So um, does everyone up here know how to do an inchworm? Or at least one person, in, an inchworm? Yeah, you did show us that. Okay, cool, perfect. So we're going to start in a push-up position. So we can, um, don't worry, this is more of a, uh, and we have to have you go on your, your toes this time. So push up now, once you just walk your, keep your legs straight, don't bend them and walk them up as close to your body as you can, just shift them forward. Keep them locked, keep them straight. It's little baby steps. And everyone's gonna have a different flexibility. Now walk your hands out when you come as far as you can go. Walk your feet in. So this is still a warm up. No. So like I said, everyone's at different levels, right? Walk your hands out now, Beck. And then we'll do one more. And then there's different ways to do this. Walk your hands out. And relax. Are we feeling warmed up yet? Yes. Yeah. Yes? Okay, good. I'm out of breath. <laughs> All right, so let's take a minute, focus on your breathing. So you have, um, when you breathe, it was a, like, they, always tell, they always tell you this when you're younger, inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth. And I like to do like an internal like three second count. So just controlling that breathing. So in through your nose, and slow exhale through your mouth. And what this is going to do is going to help you actually catch your breath a little faster. And this is, I always do this in my training, even in between sessions, just or reps or sets, because I want to be able to clear my mind before I even go into the next. Yes? How many sets do you do with that? Um, it depends. Everyone's individual. I do usually like two or three. But if you're already feeling warmed up, you just got to listen to what your body's telling you. It's going to tell you the signs. Like if you're starting to sweat, you're warmed up. Like, I mean, it also it depends on the muscle you're working that day as well. So I like to do extra warm, like if I'm gonna do squats or versus upper body, I'm gonna do more of an intense warm up on my lower body if I'm hitting squats that day, right? So you gotta focus as well on the muscle group you're actually working. So to, um, we can stand on our feet. We'll do all of these in place. And you can do these, you can do walking, like example, like, um, Lady C, can we do a static lunge for me? So just step forward. Um, bigger. So what we're going to do, you're going to notice that we want to keep our, we don't want our knee to go too far over the toe, right? So we plant our toes down, put all the pressure in the heel, because what that's going to do, it's going to force more of the calf muscle to work and the leg muscle to work instead of coming forward and putting the pressure in your knee. Does that make sense? So form is important to any exercise that you're going to do. Now we're going to stay postured up, engage the core so you can engage the stabilizer muscle groups, inhale through your nose on the way down. Exhale on the way out, and relax. That's a static. We can do those walking as well, which is essentially, you can relax, ladies. Just coming down, one, two. We can go forward 12, 15 times, right? We could do alternating, so coming down here, back. We can do them reverse. Like I said, angles. We could do the side. I can't do it right now, but we can go to the side. So what we're gonna do is just, um, we'll do, We'll do, um, we'll do static, because they're easier to perform. So let's just start on our right foot forward. Make sure it's big enough, keep that. Notice if your back foot is gonna be crooked, it's gonna force you off balance. So if your foot is like this, and I go down, you see how my hip is turned out? Mm -hmm. Come this way. If I'm going forward and my foot's that way, you're turning your hip out and you're gonna push and it's gonna force you 
to the side. So what you want to do is pivot, pivot everything forward and make it one line. And that'll help you keep your balance. So plant the toes, put all the pressure in the front heel, bend that back knee straight to the ground. And up, one, inhale down, on the way down, exhale to the mouth, on the way up, two. You can move at your own pace, three. Can we cheer them on a little bit? <laughs> a minimum of four more. If you can go to 15, do so. so. Everyone count three more. Three more. I know everyone's moving at a different pace. And alternate legs, you ready? Now we work the right leg, let's work the left leg. And the leg in front is the one that's being worked, not the one behind. You're feeling a stretch in the back leg. And if your hips are tight, you're gonna feel that stretch coming through, but most of the pressure is in the front leg. So you're working that quad, which is the front part of the leg. The hamstring is the back, the glutes and um, obviously we're incorporating the stabilizer muscle groups because if not, you're gonna wobble and not be able to hold it. And how are you supposed to be breathing, David? Um, on the way down, inhale through your nose. So this is how it works. Whatever the hardest motion is, because I say on the way down and on the way up, people get confused. So on this, they're inhaling through their nose on the way down, exhaling through their mouth on the way up. So the power move is when you exhale. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if I was doing a push-up on the way down, I would inhale, Exhale. On a squat, on the way down, inhale. Exhale. And don't be like shy about the exhale. You wanna like power that out, especially if you're going heavier or you're starting to struggle. Because when you actually breathe, I wasn't counting ladies, so once you're, <laughs> sorry for torturing you. Um, there's no breaks in this, so we're gonna go straight to squats. I'll finish that thought. We're gonna go straight to squats, so we're gonna have our feet shoulder width apart. Plant the toes and, um, a lot of people struggle with this. When I say squats, some people have terrible biomechanics. I'll be like, all right, plant your toes, put the pressure in your heels, and put your hips back. They'll be like, <laughs> I'm like, what? The exact opposite. I'm like, okay. So what I want you to almost mimic like you're gonna sit in a chair but not sit down. When you sit in a chair, you don't go, put, you don't put all the pressure in your toes. You put all the pressure in your heels so your hips can shift back. And that's what we wanna do. So feet shoulder width apart, plant the toes, that'll help you keep your balance. Positioning all the weight in your, majority of the weight in your heels is not only going to, it's honestly within that, it's gonna actually just put you in the right form. So knowing where to apply the pressure will actually give you the proper formula that you need, even if you don't understand it. But we should understand it. So are you ready? Yes. Plant the toes, pressure in the heels, and go down, inhale to the nose, and up. And for those of you that may not, there's, keep going. Just count to 15 for me, okay? Um, yeah. So for some of those, if you struggle to keep your balance, because some people lose their balance, they come back and they put too, too much pressure and they fall and they get scared, right? So that's just a lack of strength in certain muscle groups, a lack of range of motion, because when they get here, they don't have the flexibility to do it all. So do what you can, but what I like to do, and this, like if you know anybody elderly that's trying to work out as well, that they can, one, and then you can develop that muscle group. Are you supposed to squeeze your behind too? You squeeze, contract all the muscle groups. So when you think about it, what I like to do is I like to put my mind on the actual muscle group I'm working. So when you do that, it actually contracts more muscle fibers. You contract more muscle fibers, you tear more muscle fibers. Now your body has to eat up more fat stores to repair those muscle fibers. Make sense? Okay. 
<laughs> now what I want to do when I scale this down, we're going to go into a push-up position. So I tear down. So when I like to, I make, I like to make the transitions very smooth. My workouts are a five to 10 template system, which means you have five to 10 exercises and you do them all back to back. And the only time I really give clients breaks, I know I'm a little easy on the boot camp, so when they're paying me, I'm not, I'm not easy. <laughs> so I let them like, I'll give them like, if I have a, a time frame of 45 seconds, I'll give them like a 10 second break and they go right back in. <laughs> and my thing is when people first start exercising, they're, they're, they stop when it starts to burn and that's when you're supposed to push through. Like a month later, they're feeling the burn and then they're going until they just collapse on themselves. And that's kind of where, you're, I don't say you have to go that far, but you, you can't just stop when it burns because you just got to the working factor. And that's where the results actually come from. So let's go to a push-up position. This is where I'll show you the modified. Um, any ladies up here, can you perform a normal? I can demonstrate the normal if we can. I hate push-ups. Okay, so this is the modified. You're going on your knees. So what you want to do is just have your arms right under you. And the thing is you want to keep, if you have to go a little bit wider, you want to keep your wrist aligned with your elbows. That means you're creating a 90 degree angle. Your, your wrist isn't here and your elbow's out here. And your hand's not out here and your elbows are in, so you wanna keep everything lined up. And so you wanna engage the core and then what happens is, this is also an indication. How, have you, how many of you seen people doing push-ups but their, their hips were way up in the air? Or they were sunk in so they kind of made a, they kind of like a curve down. That's an indication of just a weak core or a weak lower back because now they don't have, their core is not strong enough to support their midsection that's supposed to hold them in place. So what we wanna do is bring the, line your, like a board, so if you're, you're leaning back, bring your hips in just a little bit. Ready, inhale on the way down, exhale on the way up and just give me as many as you can. Come a little bit wider, man. So if you can make it to 12, you can stop there. Or just not find your limits. That's all I wanna do is my goal is to help people find their limits because if we could find their limits, the next time we come back in, we can push their limits. So just finding that breaking point. And that breaking point's different for everybody. <laughs> okay, now, now that we worked with, I said when we did pushing motions, what do we work? The core. The chest. Chest. What are the uh, other muscle groups working? If you're pushing. Oh, your biceps. Um, pushing. Um, chest, triceps. So if you think of here, everything lines up, you're going to have your chest. Your triceps are going to support that, and your front delt's going to support that. So that, that's what you're working now. But now the fact that you've already burned out your primary muscle group, which is your chest, even just holding a normal push-up position, you're going to be shaky, right? So now I transfer straight into that because we already fatigued the body. Now let's just push it a little bit farther. So now let's go into a, an, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, you ready? So let's go to a normal push-up position. And I, what I want to do is perform mountain climbers. So if you, <laughs> so if you can't like, see, you couldn't do, you can actually go into a plank or you could hold it and your body's going to work. You can um, relax. Um, your body's gonna work, but now I wanna incorporate some shifting. So now we started with jumping jacks, right? It's a form of cardio. We went straight down to squats and lunges. That's a form of strength and endurance, right? And then we went to upper body. So we did pushing motions. Now you're working your chest, your shoulders, your, your front shoulder, your triceps. Now we're gonna go straight into core. So within that five exercises, we've actually worked the whole body besides your back because 
if you had resistance bands, you can hook to a door and do pulling motions. It's really difficult to, if it's, you can, it's possibly, if you have light dumbbells, you can lean on a chair and go like this, or you can lean forward and then mm -hmm. row, but we don't have that equipment here right now. So the only muscle group we really didn't work was at your back. And that was, if you do this properly, it could take 20 minutes with like a one minute break in between sets. So three sets, one minute break, and then the five exercises or five to nine, 10 exercises you do, you push through with no breaks unless your body just gives out and you're like, I need 10 seconds. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. All right, um, mountain climbers, let me get the time going. What are they? Um, there you go. Uh, are there, okay. so, are modified? Modified, um, you can walk. So the modified is, hold on, I'll, I'll no, um, I'll, I'll, I'll demonstrate these real quick. So essentially what we're gonna go, go to a push-up position. I'll hold All right, thank you. Mm -hmm. And what you're gonna to wanna to do is keep the hips down. So if you're, you don't want the, the glutes or the butt spy, up in the air, right? Because once it's up in the air, the core is no longer activated. So what we wanna do is go to that push-up position, make like a bridge, like a bridge is flat, right? Somewhere around, but you wanna make a flat bridge. <laughs> <laughs> so what you wanna do then is just bring your knee through and put it back, and I'll show you the modified version, right? <laughs> um, okay. So I'm gonna come here, my hips are down, I'll come actually at a different angle, this way. My body weight's right under me, you see my hips aren't in the air? So if they're not down, they're not up, so we're flat, and just bring that knee straight through. You see how the toe's not touching? But the modified version is coming here. Touching, and then you can do these running as well. So, but the key point is the fact that you don't want the hips too high. You want to drop them so you're engaging the core. And on top of that, you're, you're working the shoulders and the chest that we just burned out. So you're already fatigued there. Now we're just pushing that muscle a little bit farther past its limits without overdoing it, right? Mm -hmm. So now let's, this is also a form of cardio as well. So this will be the last thing we do. Whenever you're ready and go. Yeah. So Sister Kasana over here is performing the one where your toe doesn't touch. Perfect, God works in his own ways, right? Beck over here is doing more a form of jogging or running. Sister Lydia is coming up and doing the modified where she touches her toe up the front. So we have all different forms of which ways you can actually approach doing this. Five seconds. It's all right, I, I know I started talking. There was a trust issue right there. I left people hanging. Relax. Now I just need about like, just want to show you the cool down now, right? We did the warm up, the dynamic stretching. We did the workout, have everyone stand up. Now that we work the whole body, I do the same thing. I like, my system is tearing it down. Like if we're gonna start standing, like don't have me stand, go on the ground, stand, go on the ground. Like let's stand, do all those standing stretches and then do all the ones that we do on the ground. So with the, do some basic ones that we're, I, I normally show, which is left arm across. Yeah, so what we're really stretching is, we're gonna stretch that shoulder right here. So we normally, if I like to hold stretches for 10 to 30 seconds. So let's say you were holding a stretch and you couldn't hold that, that intensity for at least 10 seconds. So if I was holding this stretch, but I couldn't hold it at that point for at least 10 seconds because it was too difficult, you're stretching too hard. And that can actually lead to injury because now you're pushing your body past its breaking point, right? Mm -hmm. And switch. 
So at least 10 to 30 seconds, at least being able to hold that intensity for 10. And then at the end of that, stopping right, like right around 30 seconds. Of course, this whole process, inhaling through your nose, three second count, exhaling through your mouth, because when you breathe, your, your body actually relaxes, the muscle relaxes. So when I said, the, we're talking about the mind, the mind plays into helping the body relax as well. Five seconds. And relax. Now this is the one I like to do, so you can hold the mic for me. Mm -hmm. um, you really, you bring your hands behind your back, interloop your fingers, roll the shoulders back and pull down. And what that's gonna stretch is that front part of the shoulder, the traps up right here, the upper, like right below your neck, you have these, your trap muscles are right in the back at the top. So it's roll back, interloop fingers and pull down. And what I like to do with this one, because it's hard to hold, I like to do 10 second count, relax, maybe like two or three seconds, go back in and do a 10 second count, relax, or relax when you need to. And then do it, and I do that three times. It's just a stretch that's difficult to hold. And relax. Now let's move right into, I call it the flamingo. Standing one leg down, bring that back foot up. I'll go to the side. Same. Um, right foot, bring that right foot up. Grab the toe. And this is where you'll see if, where your balance comes in, right? So bringing that toe, keep your knee right under you, and then pull up. And I, I keep a warning. So before we, you guys even start any like workout routine, check with your physician, because I don't know if you have injuries or conditions or maybe you're not supposed to move in that way. That makes sense? So like I said, everyone's unique and everyone has their own issues and their own problems to deal with and you gotta reapproach it with that mindset. Um, relax when you need to. Now let's touch our toes, so feet together. Keep the legs bent. And if you can't, like I said, no, not bent, sorry, straight. Oh. I apologize. Um, yes, this is just a template. You can do other ways. These are just the majority of the ones you're gonna see. So I wanted to highlight these for that reason. Mm -hmm. So if you're at the gym and you see people doing these, you know what to do. And then you're not just listening to somebody and that you don't know them and they're just giving you advice and it's, you just never know what people know, right? right. They could be just making things up along the way. So like I said, if you, like an example, relax when you need to, but Sister Kasana can go all the way down, right? Her flexibility allows for that. Back over here, her flexibility is not fully there, so she can't touch the ground, so they have different ranges of motion, right? So for her to try to push herself as far as she's going, it would be actually more, it would actually increases her, increase her chances of injury and it would be a negative thing. So our thing is just finding those limits where you're stretching, but it's comfortable. Shouldn't have any sharp pains, no popping, no discomfort, and it should be more relaxing. Relax when you need to. And then when you come up out of this, just like, perfect, Sister Sana did, we don't just pop up. How many of you got out of bed too fast? <laughs> okay, you get real lightheaded, right? Mm -hmm. I did that and my foot was asleep, but I took a step. It was all bad. Okay. <laughs> so when the way she, can you do that again for me? So watch how she comes up. She doesn't pop up, but she rises up slow. She has her shoulders rounded forward, and then she postures up. So it's a controlled motion. And exercising, that's just the key thing. We always do controlled motions. The, mo the moment you're not in a controlled motion and you're just throwing things out there, the muscle's not activating like it should. Now you're putting your joints and everything at risk. And you're putting yourself, increasing your chances of injury. Um, we can stop there. I know I'm probably out of time. Yeah.
Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If it brought you any value at all, please give us a share to your Instagram stories, to your Facebook, share it with your family, your friends. And if you would like to connect with Lady C and her ministry, you can find her on her IG at Fearless Women's Ministry. And if you would like to connect with me, you can find me at Q1Fit on my Instagram and Q1Fitness on my Twitter and Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.